you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, 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 what's going on, Ja? Hey, nothing much. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing uh, three sheets is what I'm doing right now. Okay. Three sheets to the wind. Oh, okay. No, don't know it. Sorry. I shouldn't have asked. Um, this is episode number 75. We're recording on September 26th for a release on September 27th. And we've got a couple things to talk about. We're going to talk about our new show that we released called Prepare to Attack. We're going to talk about what's happening on the PTR that's making Bob sad. We're going to talk about uh, how the diva, I won't say how the diva meta has changed, but how the changes the diva have affected her play. And of course, we're going to go ahead and get into some weekly updates. Before we get started with that, though, I'd like to welcome anybody who is listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for taking time to check out Watchpoint Radio. Uh, we do talk about Overwatch news, some esports, and competitive. But the focus of the show is the Overwatch community and the state of the game. So when we do talk about those topics, we generally revolve around community and the state of the game. If you enjoy the show, you can... Check, you can follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio on Twitter. And if you want to join the conversation on Discord, just come to discord.me slash mash those buttons. Me, Bob, and a bunch of people from the Watchpoint Radio community and the Overwatch community are in there in general. So we would love to have you there. Uh, let's get into some community feedback. After having our first non-review week in a long time, I think we had reviews every week since the end of may i think which we are really appreciate appreciative for that it was a long streak it was a long streak we didn't want to get one uh you know last week and it was all good but then you know the favor was returned threefold because we got three new reviews in and we thank you guys very much for doing that let's start with jp foodie who actually put a review out the day of the show Actually, to be honest with you, it probably, he probably put the review out a day before the show, and it took a day to get you know approved, or however Apple handles it. So JP Foodie says, it's nice to hear other people's opinions on updates or the PTR. I have learned many things from them strategy and gameplay-wise. Overall, it's a great podcast. Thank you very much, JP. We really appreciate that. Thank you, uh, sir. Also, yes. Also next is Cash Wagner 17 he said, they said they want iTunes reviews, so here I am. Good stuff. <laughs> so um, thank you very much, Cash. I, I, think, I think I cut that off. I think he mentioned that he found the show on Twitch. But we wanted iTunes reviews, so here we are. So I guess it's good that we started Twitch streaming um, because it's helping other people find the show. And I hope you enjoyed the live stream. And, and thank you for taking the time to go to iTunes. I mean, wow, going above and beyond. Yeah, exactly. Like, thanks very much. We know 
good. And we know there's lots of people who listen on iTunes who don't take the time to write an iTunes <laughs> review. So thanks very much, Cash Wagner 17 uh, Our third review is from Totemly Drunk, who is the host of Heroes Never Die. And he's also a host of a new show, the Overwatch League Network, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. He's but evil. I like Totem. He's evil. <laughs> Me and Totem get along. He's evil. Bob and Totem, not so much. Um, My mortal enemy. <laughs> But uh, Totem says, WPR has become a welcomed addition to my weekly Overwatch podcast listening, which is a very short list to be honest. Jaws moderation is second to none, and despite my love-hate relationship with Blaze and Bob, it's been fun seeing him grow as a podcaster. While Bob and I may not agree on everything, I can trust Ja to rightfully chime in whenever Bob's thoughts are mistaken. I couldn't ask for anything more from WPR heart emoji or heart sign. Thank yes. you very much, Totem. I, I, I really appreciate that. It means a lot coming from you. Me, uh, me too. And for all the joking that we do, Totem and I are really good friends. We just are very competitive friends, and we like to kill each other. Yeah, yeah, Totem, Totem's cool. I had, I had opportunity. Me and him were on the same show with on Overwatch today. We happened to be on the same week. It's a great show too. Great show, yeah. We had a, we had a really good time. So uh, thank you guys for taking time to write iTunes reviews. Uh, f- to people who are writing reviews in other places, um, please don't uh, think that we are ignoring your reviews. It's just kind of difficult to get reviews from all the different places that the show is. I am working on something to try to get reviews from all of our locations. So if you know, just please give me give, be patient with me and as soon as we can all of our shows will see a lot most more of our reviews if not all of them but if you're taking time to write the reviews we really really appreciate it bob how has your week been going in overwatch uh, my week's been great um i haven't done a ton of comp uh basically with the changes to mercy uh, Melissa decided that she needed to broaden her horizons. Like she's still, we've practiced a lot and she's practiced with the new mercy. She's still a damn good mercy, but she decided, you know, with the chances of that type of stuff happening, she should be working on other characters. So we've been playing a lot and I've been practicing Genji widow, uh, tunes that I don't practice a lot. She's been practicing soldier and, uh, she's beat me a few times in, uh, in, uh, in stats on team death match. So we've been pretty much just kind of doing that. Like we're kind of like with the shorter seasons, like we don't feel the need to keep going on it. You know, like you kind of take, like you do a burst of comp and then you do like a, kind of slow period where you don't do comp then you do a burst of comp at the very end of the season i think that's how we're going to kind of do it from now on so i've been learning a lot um i guessed it on the overwatch today podcast on friday night last week that is available on itunes now and youtube video which i didn't even know was a thing until we were live broadcasting on youtube you didn't know youtube you go live stream on youtube did not know that yep didn't know that but yeah i know it now but yeah we had a good fun fun time there me and me and mel were both on there we talked about junker town and fragging and and fragging out two new podcasts to the scene we Talked about nachos, which was actually pretty big 
topic. Uh, we had a good time, though. And besides that, really haven't... Oh, no. Oh, I played <laughs> Xbox over the weekend. <laughs> you see how his tone has changed. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, well, I got respect for you Xbox players and PS4 players. Like I felt like an invalid. I felt like I went from adult to toddler in a matter of seconds. And it was really frustrating for me to play because I play everything like so many characters, muscle memory. And I was having to think of what I needed to hit. And then I had to jump, and I was like, you have to hit A. I have to take my hand off the the right stick. Like, it was so frustrating for me. It 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 almost, it almost pretty much wasn't fun. Like, I wish I would have had someone to play with when I did play, but after I was done, I was done. And the, the sound was different. Everything was so foreign. And whew, it was rough, man. I wish I could have played with you because then at least I could have told you what buttons to change. Because in my opinion, on console, there are several button combinations that need to be changed for characters. Just for an example, Diva needed to have her button. You need to change her buttons to, in my opinion, work better. Bastion, too. Like, um, for Bastion, on console by default, right? I believe it's left bumper to transform and left trigger to heal yourself. But that doesn't make any sense. Because if you're healing yourself, you can't shoot. So you'd be better off if you put healing on the right bumper. Your firing is on the left. Sorry, healing on the right bumper. Firing on the right trigger. And then transforming on the left bumper. Or left trigger. Do you do that a lot for console? Because like on PC, I have everything that's E- and everything that's shift on the same thing except for Tracer. Tracer's E is uh, re- is rewind, and I change it to shift because all of my oh shit buttons in Overwatch are shift. So it just makes it easier for me, oh shit, hit, you know, hit shift. Like, that's every oh shit button for me. Yeah, on console... Um, yeah, I think that like whoever did the button combinations, they they didn't fully think it out. Like, even McCree, I had to change his where I think like I put the flashbang on the left bumper and then the alt fire on the I put the flashbang on the left bumper and then the alt fire on the right bumper and the primary fire on the left on the right trigger because you know you're not gonna do your primary fire and your secondary, the fan, the hammer at the same time. So I can move, I can take my finger and move that with no problem. However, before I would have to hit the left bumper and then hit the right trigger to fan the hammer. But now I can just hit the left bumper and like, as soon as the flashbang goes out, if I want to, I can start fanning the hammer, you know? So there's some button combinations that need to change. I guess. Go ahead. Well, I just said, I guess, like, for the console, like, thinking about it in this context, like, the mouse is completely separate on PC from the other buttons. So, all the stuff you just named, like, are separate from each other on PC. So, it's probably easier there, whereas with the controller, you have to make a lot more changes for that in moves that you need to use in sequence. 
yeah, in Overwatch, so again, Overwatch, I barely have changed any moves. The only move that changed for Sombra, her her translocator is left is uh my is right click for me on PC. Because I have an Unreal Tournament, Unreal Tournament is so ingrained in my brain that me hitting E to make her throw her translocator doesn't work for me. I, I her translocator has to come out with the right click. Uh, see, E is the one of the two thumb mouse mouse buttons for me. One's melee, one's E. Well, I have a I have melee on the thumb mouse button, and then voice chat. Uh, see, yeah, I just I switched to uh, to push to mute rather than push to talk. Mm. So that's my top the DPI uh, deep DPI buttons. I do one of them as push to mute and one of them as my voice line which you yeah. hate yeah <laughs> see now like i i guess because well you don't play console all that frequently like especially since you since you became pc master race yeah no but i mean i play console when i work out i play like right now for the last like months i've been playing witcher 3 while i work out and i'm like halfway through the second dlc i'll have to switch to final fantasy 15 after i get through all of the witcher but that's well, my you, workout thing what's the last console shooter you played though uh halo no no titanfall titanfall i loved i had so, a great like the, time not even titanfall Titan. 2 oh no yeah the original and then i was like i got okay and i was like yeah i'm too old to play a sh- to play a shooter and then overwatch came out and i found out it's a little bit of practice i I'm still I'm still hitting shots that the the uh the the young guys can hit. I know. I think if you kind of maintain your skill on shooters on the Xbox or on console, you can switch between two. I mean, I switch between the two now, and it only takes me a game or two to readjust to the way I have to play. Like, I have to play Arisa differently on console than I do on PC. I actually have to be way more careful on Arisa on console than I am with PC. Because as bad as Hanzo is to Arisa on PC, he's that much more deadly to her on console. Like, it's really, really bad. I played Hanzo on console. It was, it was actually the best character I was I played on console. Was <laughs> well, that's because you're, you're shooting trees. That's why. Yeah, I was back in the back. Like, when I tried to play Lucio, I was like, I can't wall ride. Really? What's wrong with me right <laughs> now? I can't wall ride. I had, it is, to, I had yeah. to pull out the little paddles, and then I had to go out and, like, change the the stuff so the paddle was the oh yeah i think it was i think i had to change the the index finger paddle to a for for jump uh and and lucia was better after that but hanzo i actually had a lot of kills on the game i played hanzo yeah no that's that's a shame i mean like yeah it's tough like i said it's tough to to switch to console when you're coming from pc but as somebody who's played both free, I've been playing both console and PC since the game came out. I played PC beta obviously for months in advance for a console, but then I got the game on PS4, and I was very, I was, I was very surprised at how well the game controlled. Out of all the console games I play, including Destiny, which has great shooting mechanics for a console shooter, Overwatch is definitely the best. I would really like to try Destiny. Like I would, I would love it if I could play it for free just to try it. But I'm not gonna pay for it just to try it. They might have a free weekend. They had the PC beta, but you missed that. If you if you had Battle.net, you could have got the PC beta. 
Um, but yeah, they that was I'm for a few signed days up, but that. they never sent me like I'm signed up for all the betas, but they never sent me anything. They didn't have to send you anything. It was just in the client. That's all you had to do was download it and play it. So you oh. missed that missed that opportunity. Damn. Yeah, as, I did definitely miss that. As for my weekend Overwatch, because we need to kind of get the show going, but my weekend Overwatch. Um, first of all, I bought a third account. I did. I like since I, I fucked up my second account. Chocolate rain. Yeah. So I. I fucked up my th- my second account, which I was planning on trying to keep that low. I did placements on my own, which I shouldn't have did. It placed me in mid-platinum. I think I talked about that and then what happened with that. So um, I did get a third account, which is low. It's it's Right now, it's like level 5. I'm not even 25 yet. And I will only play that account at low levels. Uh, I, I will only play that account with, <laughs> with, with people in low levels i will not do placements on my own nothing i'm trying to keep that account low so i could play with people who are lower tiers you know uh so i did that and i but did you're gonna do that right jaw yeah play characters that you're not proficient at like you have to play as if you are trying to learn the game like any like any like any, like so you should have you never played dps or heals. You should play only DPS and heals on it. Well, here's the the conundrum, right? When I'm playing with other people, like lower tier people, obviously they want to climb. And I know if I play certain characters, I can help them climb. Like if I'm playing Zarya, if I'm playing Arissa, now even Roadhog again, I, I can I can get done what they need and help the team to to so they can climb and i think they deserve that from me to help them out in that aspect but if you're going to do that then you then you like then you have to put in the time to learn other characters on the side for the chance to lose because if you only do that you're just going to keep climbing right well yeah don't get me wrong i mean there's not the thing is like, there's not that many characters that i'm bad at i mean or that i want to get better at like i have no desire to get better at hanzo zero you should, you should try genji i really don't have a i don't have a desire to get better at genji either I, when, when i fight in overwatch right personally this is what i like to do when i'm doing when i'm, when I'm in an engagement in overwatch i like to be able to sustain the fight i don't like poking at people like getting in the back poking this person and then darting out i don't like that style of play well, i've never I'm liked just that style of play saying Oh, I hear what you're saying. Unless I'm not saying you're, you're wrong. Unless <laughs> you're going to throw and do the unthinkable, then you're going to have to play something you're not comfortable with to go down. I know what you mean. And learn, or else you're just going to keep winning and you're going to go right back to plat. But it almost feels like if I went to go play Hanzo, that's almost like throwing to me because I know I'm not, not going if you're to, really do trying that well. to do Not if you're really trying to learn. Yeah, if but you're, if you're really trying to learn, then you're playing the but, game as the de- as the developers laid out. My that's the thing. My uh, my place to learn how to play characters at the base is quick play. You can learn the base of a character in quick play, and then you can get semi proficient with them. Now, when actually even in low tier com- competitive, you are you can. Um, you know, you can get proficient with them. It's not until I think you start to hit platinum that you got to start climbing. You got to start getting that extra, um, 
that extra knowledge, like the how you play that character changes once you hit platinum, pretty much, you know, and going and going forward from there. So I don't know. It's like I said, it's a kind of a conundrum, right? But in in, in many cases, with when I'm playing in lower tiers, I actually end up playing DPS or even a healer more frequently because the DPS and the healers just you know aren't that great. Like if I'm playing, um, let's say Reinhardt. And I get gold. I'm, I have gold damage on Reinhardt, which happened pretty frequently when I was playing with low tiers. You know that tells me that my DPS isn't doing their job, and maybe I should just go DPS instead. So I don't know. Like, well, I'll figure it out. But that's the goal with that account is to keep it is to keep it low. And I will only play with people on lower tiers with that account. Once we start playing and gold, then I'm gonna switch my my account to my other one. You know, maybe we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how well my other account does. I do have a story to tell, though. I told you guys what happened. Hold on, hold on, though. What's the name of your new account? The name of my new account is Big Chocolate. That is the that is the name of my new Chocolate account. The rain. Nobody's asking you to sing, Bob. That's the name <laughs> of the new account. This Big Chocolate. That's the name I actually used in StarCraft. I just loved having that name when I was playing StarCraft. And having all my, you know, my, my roaches and zerglings overtaking a base and all they could just see is big chocolate eating their base. I, you know, that's, that was a very, a very, uh, one of my favorite things to do. So uh, last week and actually the week before last, I got into how I, uh, my account dropped low. Like I, I lost 200 SR in one day, actually in, in a short period of time. And... I was pretty pissed. So I actually didn't play Overwatch competitive for some time. And I played again yesterday. That's when I first, that's when I've played competitive again for the first time. I played it yesterday uh, briefly and I ended up going up about a hundred SR because nice, I'm nice. dropped too low. Now I'm, I, I'm in low platinum. That's, that's too low for me. So of course I'm winning again. The funny thing about it though, right? We won a game where I simult. I was having arguments with three of my teammates simultaneously. I was having an argument with a guy who didn't want. We were on Horizon, right? So one of the more popular strats on Horizon is to take your Arista shield, put it on the point in the front. You put a Torb, your turret behind that, right in the front. And that hit, that that gives Torb the opportunity to hit people at a distance. Plus, they have to come into the point to get the turret at that point. They, there's Where'd no, you learn that strategy, Joe? I don't know. Some dude. <laughs> Bob. Anyway, <laughs> so um, they have to come into the point to actually hit the turret. And now, especially with Arissa's shield having that extra uh, you know, curve to it, it makes it even harder to get the Torpulent turret. So I'm talking, well, we start the conversation, obviously, when we're, when we're preparing to defend. This guy's going off about no Torbjorn, no Torbjorn. And I'm like, dude, we'll just do the Torbjorn. And then somebody else picks Torbjorn. And it's like, okay, fine. So we got the Arista, we got the Torbjorn. And we got this guy crying about Torbjorn, right? We're playing and we're, we're going to set up. And now I have to tell the Arista, okay, well, you put the shield here. So the Arista puts the shield there. I'm like, where's Torbjorn? Torbjorn's off somewhere else building. I can hear him hitting his turn and building it. I can't see it though. And I'm like, Torb, you need to come back here. Torb, he doesn't come back here. So then he's like, well, I can build it up here. It's fine. I'm like, no, don't build up here. You're going to mess up the strat. That's not where it's supposed to be. And then the guy who doesn't want Torbjorn in the first place is like, see, this isn't going to work. We shouldn't pick a Torbjorn. Please switch now. We're going to lose. I'm like, we're not going to lose. Torbjorn, come down here. <laughs> right? So 
Match starts. We're still arguing. And Torbjorn's turret gets destroyed right away. A is in the air. She's It's pharmacy. Bam, she destroys Torbjorn's turret. So I'm like, okay, fine. Torb, come over here. At this point, Arissa has moved her shield back. It's back into the left side. So she can start shooting at the left side. I'm like, no, Arissa, you need to put your shield back over here. She's like, I'm not moving the shield. It was a he, actually. I'm not moving the shield because Torbjorn's not over here. I'm like, well, Torbjorn's not over here because he just lost the turret. And then I'm like, Torb, you need to come over here. He's building the turret I don't even know where. I hear him building it. He's knocking on it. I'm like, where the fuck is the turret? It's nowhere near anybody that it's going to shoot, right? And all this is happening. I'm arguing with these three people. In the meantime, I'm running around as Roadhog. I'm like one shot in Mercies. I'm, I'm hooking Tracers and cutting, killing them. And, you know, I'm, I'm killing their Roadhog. I'm killing their Zarya. Before I notice, I'm getting so mad throughout this entire match because they can't get the strat right but the thing is we didn't even have to get the strat right because i was killing everybody as roadhog <laughs> you know like they literally couldn't get together if the orissa had the shield in the right place the torb had the turret in the wrong place when the orissa shield was moved Tor- torb finally put the turret in the right place but it got destroyed because orissa shield wasn't in place and then you have the guy who keeps crying about the strat you know, and he's saying that it's not working. By the time the match was done, the enemies had no, they had, they didn't get a single bit of the pie, right? They didn't get a single bit of the point at all. And I said, I hope I never see you people again. <laughs> and I left the match. Like at that point, like, how do you even tell apart who is bitching about what and what's going on? Like, like usually I'm like, okay, who just said that? Luckily, they all had three distinct voices, especially the whiner. Especially the whiner. Is that, guys, no Torbjorn, please. Oh, Seriously, guys. Ugh. So, yeah, we won that match. But after that match, I was like, I'm done for the day. I'm done <laughs> with Overwatch right now because I don't want to deal with it. But we oh, won dude, the game. Yeah, made my head hurt just hearing about it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's funny. It's kind of funny to think about, but I don't want like, no, normally if the other if the enemy team was any good, they would have beat us. They could have beat us easily. Um, that, that's the thing. games like that. They the pro- their problem is that they kept separating, and their tracer, you know, she's trying to, you know, she keeps warping or not warping, but you know, blinking. That only moves you five meters. Like you, once she blinks, I could put, you know, a, a secondary roadhog right in front of her and kill her in the head with the face. You know, they weren't protecting their mercy. Their roadhog was trash. You know, they did get us an Azaria ult, and then their Roadhog went to ult. But since I have my ult too, so I counter-ulted him, and since we were stuck in place, they all moved back away from us. So that kind of saved us. So yeah, that's that's how my week in Overwatch went. Um, but now that I've told that story, let's tell, let's give some exciting news. If, you, oh, if, if you're subscribed to Watchpoint Radio... Uh, you should have received a special announcement in your feed on Friday. We released our latest podcast called Prepare to Attack uh, on iTunes. And for those who didn't get the news, Prepare to Attack is a podcast that focuses on uh, learning more about the characters in Overwatch and how to play Overwatch. And the series is really focused on new Overwatch players and players that are in lower tiers, or at least that's what the main focus was. To be honest with you, having recorded the episodes and listening to the coaches directly, even if you're in gold and platinum and even diamond, diamond you can, 
yeah, you can you can get some some good uh, some good tips from these shows. Dude, uh, my Genji game has gone way up, and it started with the recording of the Genji episode. Like, I mean, like, and even like the Lucio episode. I've played a ton of Lucio. Got back to Diamond with him. There was so many things that Frisk said that I had no idea. Yeah, like it's it's actually really a resource. Even if you're like in Diamond or Masters and you're looking to switch characters or maybe pick up another character, it's a really good starting point because the way the show works is we we go over the character, we go over the facts of their abilities, like you know the the numbers, and then the coach gets into how to effectively use the the like the abilities and the weapons and things like that. So it actually comes in really handy. I know personally, like my like because we 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 recorded the episodes like we didn't just record these last week, right? We recorded the episodes over time. When we recorded the Zarya episode, Over Sumo was saying that my stats they would usually sit between Diamond and Master. And after that episode and applying the information that Wustus gave. My stats, and we have the conversation about over sumo, just because it says your grandmaster doesn't mean your grandmaster, but the stat wise, I was putting up grandmaster, you know, stats on Arissa. Now Arissa, sorry, I'm gonna say Zarya. Um well, Wustus is the man though. Yeah, Wustus is great. Uh if you like so the show, basically like I said, the way the show works is we have a top five hundred or grandmaster coach come in. And talk to us. And all those coaches are from Wawa's boot camp. We've had Wawa's boot camp on the show before. We've talked about it. So, yeah, the, 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 each of those coaches definitely know what they're doing. Additionally, and I have not, I don't have the schedule for this yet. And I'm going to try to get it this week. But they will, uh, mayhem.gg will be doing showcases for each character that we have on the show during releases. So it's not happening this week for those characters. It's probably going to happen for the characters that we released on Friday. It's probably going to happen next week, but there will be a showcase for each with a Wild Wild bootcamp coach to, if you want to, you can watch it and further your understanding of that character. Uh, so yeah, they're going to do that every time we release a batch, we're going to release a batch of five characters every two weeks until we've, we've hit all 25 characters. And, the show right now is only going to have 29 episodes. That's what we have planned right now. And we're going to only add new episodes for new heroes. And if things change for hero, like for example, Mercy, you know, she had a big change. If a big change happens for a hero, we will either re-record the episode if it's a big enough change, or we will just add the new information to the episode. So uh, that's for everybody who didn't get the announcement on Friday if you're not subscribed or you just didn't get a chance to listen for whatever reason because you weren't expecting something on your feed. Uh, first of all, I just want to give everybody a big thanks for the support. Wow. That, yeah, for, uh, for the support. I mean, especially to those who... So we had a group of listeners uh, that we did a uh, like a sampler with like a, like a week before it came out. We did like a group sampler for prepare to attack. And if you're wondering how I picked that group of people, mainly it was how active you were on the discord, right? Cause that's, that's how we distributed the, the episode. So people who were active on the discord or who are saw talking, uh, and, in, and engaging with the community or even some longtime listeners or like, active on Twitch or active on Twitch. Yeah. 
we would give them um, access to the sampler. And I was expecting, like, you know, negative feedback and some criticism. Well, not all negative feedback. I had faith in what we did. But, you know, some type of criticism, like, oh, it would be better if you did this, it would be better to do that. Pretty much everybody loved it. Like, we really didn't have any negative feedback, and that was very, very encouraging. Uh, so I'd like to thank everybody who, who, who took the time to look, go through the sampler you know, listen to the episodes, looking for criticism, and then actually just had nothing but praise. That was very awesome. Thank you very much. And then once the show came out, we had, you know, it was received very well. It actually moved up the the, the rankings on iTunes very fast. I honestly it did not. passed us in the first day. In the first day, it passed Watchpoint Radio. <laughs> so I was like, wow, I didn't think. I thought that the those those rankings moved day for day. I didn't realize they were updated like hourly. Yeah, because it would change. Yeah, we were. I might have been looking at it over yeah, we, and over. Yeah, we were super surprised. Yeah, Bob. So Bob was more excited to release than me because he can't keep a secret. Or he and I had to force him to keep this secret. He does not like keeping secrets. Not so. for my friends. No, I hate it. Yeah. I mean, the reason why we kept it secret wasn't because, you know, we were worried about somebody stealing it or because we wanted, you know, some type of NDA or anything. The reason I I tend not to talk about projects like that, right, is because we, Nationals Buttons in general, not just Watchpoint Radio, but we start, we're always trying to do something new. We're always experimenting. We're starting new projects. I have a projects file that I deal with on my computer, and it is just littered with stuff that we've tried, failed, not coming back to you, and stuff that we've started, and like, okay, we can't do that right now. We need to come back to it at some other time. So not all the projects that we do make it off the ground, and I didn't want to say, okay, well, we got this thing coming out, and then not deliver. So I wanted to wait until it was out on iTunes. I don't care if we had recorded 15 episodes already. I wanted to make sure it was out on iTunes and actually happening before we put it out. So that's why we really didn't say anything about it. Uh, but yeah, we we've got quite a few reviews. We got seven reviews in the first few, you know, in the first few days, which we really appreciate. Got one from Mel. She says, This is a great show if you want to learn about a new hero or you want to or if you're new to the game it's even beneficial to learn the basics about a hero you often go against to improve your gameplay against that character the diversity of perspectives is awesome that's in caps it provides the listener with an immense amount of valuable information i love the concept learning from the basics from the podcast and getting more in-depth training from coach at wild wise Bootcamp. great show great hosts and great communities uh, priest from discord says huge help to new players and old new and old players alike great tips and tricks lots to digest great show uh, mikey do says this is awesome i like a may episode i'm pretty sure we could make that happen jack loves gaming says great podcast for beginners and experienced players you learn something from every episode and the quality is great perfect length to listen to while mowing the lawn finishing up some chores or your other tasks that are boring Cash Wagner again. This is great. I need more. I want a soldier episode. Yeah, we got that on the way too. Banana. Oh. Huh? Cash did did Watchpoint too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, two reviews. Look at this nice. guy. He's all nice. over the place. Yeah, Thanks, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Banana Test says about to learn today, but for real, amazing podcast with great hosts and experienced coaches. If you want to up your Overwatch game, start with the show. And Megatron, longtime listener, says if you play OW and listen to podcasts, this series is a must. The guys break down the game mechanics and provide tips for heroes in terms of role, abilities, and positioning in a concise and easy 
format, uh, easy to follow format. They also give you insight into where you can find additional info if you are hungry for more. Wawa's Bootcamp and Mayhem.gg. It doesn't matter if you are an experienced player or a new one, every episode will help you improve. I'd like to see a S76 as one of the next heroes in overviews. No problem. I think we got that one covered. So, yeah, like I said, thank you guys very, very much for your support and the kind words and the reviews. It's a huge help. Um, we're really happy that the show is out. Humbled, really. Yeah, like I, I we expected that, you know, so you, the Watchpoint radio listeners would, would enjoy the show, but it, for the, the response has definitely been much more than we expected. So we really, really appreciate that. Uh, Steve D12 asked on the discord where did you guys find the time to do all these so fast well the thing is they really weren't that fast <laughs> it's been a lot went, of work and yes it, back and forth with with the leadership at wawa's boot camp and getting everyone together scheduling the different coaches we've been doing it for a couple months now and we wanted to get a I don't know, a reservoir of episodes built up so that we could hit our 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 deadline, which is five episodes every two weeks. So we've been working on it pretty hard. Yeah, so it's I think we started really organizing this back in July and I think we started recording in August. And at this point we have about we have about fifteen episodes recorded at this point. So we're we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and put those out. So yeah, it's with our normal we're, recording we're, schedule. We're recording new new ones every other day. Yeah, like it's <laughs> we have to change the way we handle our calendar on, on, on the administrative side. Thank you, Melarina, for allowing me the time. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Mel again. So but yeah, I wanna go ahead and move on, but just wanted to put that out there again that prepare to attack is out is on it is on iTunes. Actually, I think the announcement when, when the announcement went out, it was only on iTunes. But if uh, give me a second, I'll pull it up. We have it in additional places now. It is on iTunes, it is on Overcast, it's on Stitcher now, it's on SoundCloud, it's on Pocket Cast for Android. I'm gonna get it on Player FM soon. I think it's on Google Play Music. I know I, I have to let me double check to see if it's on Google Play Music again, and it is. It is live on Google Play Music, so you can find it there as well. So now there's more places for you to get the show if you don't have an iOS device. Not that we figured that was unimportant, but we just need to get it up there first. So, all right. So let's go ahead and move into the PTR report. PTR report. All right, so some pretty important changes are coming. I don't want to call them huge, but I think they're definitely going to change the way. I guess some people can say they're huge because they're going to change the way that an aspect of the game is 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 played. Right. So one of the biggest changes that's coming is the ultimate charge is now immediately expended when a hero's ultimate ability is activated. What that means is, okay, so for right now, let's talk about right now. If you are 
a uh, like a Reaper or a Roadhog or uh, you know a McCree. If you are interrupted while doing your ability, not killed, but interrupted while doing your ability, you will keep a percentage of that ability based on how much time you were using your ability, right? That's going away. From now on, and for many heroes, if you are interrupted while using your ability, you will, the the ult is gone. You will start back at 0%. That is pretty huge. So now in Overwatch, ultimates can be canceled. And the way you cancel an ultimate is if you uh, if you interrupt the person during the animation of the ultimate. For a lot of these people, I think if the animation completes to start the ultimate, like let's say Genji, you still have the ultimate. You like basically your ultimate, you know, cooldown. It is on at that point. The ultimate's still happening. But if you can catch the person during animation, the ultimate is gone. So I think we should... Bob, you look so sad. Why don't you tell the people why you're sad? I'm, I'm not sad. I'm just, I'm just worried. Like it, The game already changed so much with the changes to Mercy. And the game's changing quite a bit with this change. I mean... I would feel better about it if everyone's ultimate activated at the same time, like the same time frame with animations. But like a Lucio, like if you're up in the air and you pop it, it doesn't hit until you hit the ground. And so at any time in the air, you could get killed and your ult's gone. And it just it just makes me a little a, like I like it, it the fact that it's it's definitely more competitive and it definitely gives you more of a chance to make a big play you know like you hit Genji with the sleep dart right when he's you know popping that you hit Genji with the flash bang right when he's popping it like that's huge but them to lose it entirely like that has me a little worried because I mean it just changes the whole game you have to be extremely careful because how many times have you like hit an ult just be like reactionary ult where you're just like oh shit this is a good time I'm gonna hit it and then you get killed and you're like oh okay at least I still have it you know and like you spammed your to to your team that you still have it and everything's okay but at this point, that's gonna be devastating when you don't have it after that. That that little mistake, that reactionary mistake, defines the game at that point. And that's where I'm a little worried about it. I don't know that I like it or dislike it yet. I'm gonna to have to take time to digest it and play with it. I can understand your concern. Um, but I am one hundred percent okay with this. And the main reason I'm 100% okay with this is because ultimates are cheesy, period, right? They are high, they're cheesy, just like Bob. They're cheesy, period. They are high reward moves, right? Very powerful, high reward moves that essentially you're going to get regardless because it's going to tick upwards. And then obviously it goes faster if you kill people. However, the thing that kind of balances out the cheesiness of the ultimate the reason why 
I don't complain about Overwatch Ultimates the way I complain about Destiny Ultimates when I used to complain when I used to you know play Destiny a lot is because even from the beginning the Overwatch Ultimates had counters right if somebody if McCree is doing his ultimate he could be countered by being interrupted or he can be uh you know slip sleep dart when Anna was out Rotohawk could be interrupted a lot of ultimate you know Reinhardt's Earth Shatter could be you know um it could be blocked by another Reinhardt or a shield or something like that. You know, they, the, the ultimates had counters, which took the cheese level down. The ultimates are still cheesy, but the cheese levels are down. This change brings the cheese levels down even further because now they are an even higher. Uh, they're, well, not all the ultimates are high risk. Like soldier 76's ultimate isn't a super high risk move, but now well, actually, sorry. We're going to get into the list of characters who are affected. Soldier 76 was a bad example because he's actually not affected by this at all. But let's say, um, uh, who do I have on this? Like Genji, for example, right? Now that high reward move is even higher risk because if Genji is interrupted while he has, is doing the animation, now it's completely gone. Before, he'd just be able to do it the next time he came back, right? You know, so it's 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 like okay, crap! I died doing it that time, but I'm just gonna do it again. Now it's even a higher, it's a higher risk move. But if you pull it off, you get the reward. You know, I I can appreciate that that these that these super powerful moves, you have to be careful with them if you want them to work. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. And now that we're talking about this and thinking about it from a different standpoint. Uh, like thinking about it from a game standpoint rather than my own stand standpoint. That's mm-hmm. actually really good for any shot shot caller because as soon as someone activates a a a voice line, they they know the old's gone. Like right now, when you shot call, like Genji pops it, but then Anna sleeps him. Mm-hmm. You don't really know if Genji still has that ult or if it's gone. So now you can actually say like, okay, Genji's ult's gone. Like you can actually, and that's something that a shot, a shot caller has to do when, uh, when being responsible for knowing the other team's ults. So at that point they could be like, okay, Genji used it, done. So I guess in that sense, it makes it good. I just wish Overwatch as a game would make it like I would like it if Lucio could drop the beat, whatever height he's at. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why he has to touch the ground. Like, I get why Reinhardt has to touch the ground because he's shaking the earth. But why does Lucio have to touch the ground? Why can't he drop the beat in the air? I don't, I, I don't know. That's 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 where my problem is with it. It's going to make other characters less strong because their ultimates take a while to activate. Like Zen uh, Zen Yada's never going to get inter- interrupted in ult. He's going to use it, and it's done. It's instant. I think it's unfair that Lucio has to take time to hit to hit his gun to the ground. You know. I mean, that's what makes them different, right? If every ultimate had the same activation time, that kind of takes away that, that does that simplifies the game a bit more than I think they want it to be simplified. You know, true. 
But let's talk about the characters who can be interrupted, because not every character can be interrupted. I said Soldier 76 cannot be interrupted. Uh, Mercy cannot be interrupted. There was somebody else, Bastion. I do not think he could be interrupted. Like he can, sorry, he can be interrupted, but they'll still have the ult. Is what I'm saying. If McCree throws a flashbang or they get hooked, their their ultimate won't be interrupted. They'll be interrupted, yeah. but when they're when they're back to normal, they will. Uh, when they go back to normal, they'll still have their ultimate. So Genji, we talked about. If you and most of these ultimates need to be canceled during their anima- animation. So if Genji, you cancel the ultimate during his animation. He he doesn't have it. McCree, he's back to the way he was. Where if you can if you can interrupt him while he's doing his uh, you know high noon, he's out. Farah, same thing, obviously. Reaper, uh, same thing. Sombra was surprising. Sombra's gonna be tough though because her animation happens so fast. Instant. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you're gonna have to be. You got. You'd be, have to be. Even a pro is gonna have to be lucky to. Stop Sombras. Yeah, so yeah, you uh, yeah you need to be careful. So, so uh, it will be more. I think it's more on the Sombra just to make sure that there's no McCree throwing a flashbang or you know Roadhog's not trying to hook her things like that. You know, was Tracer, which was surprising. Tracer's ultimate can also be interrupted. Tracer can throw out the bomb, and if her arm is like still out, like if her animation is still going on. While she's throwing the bomb, her bomb disappears. That feels bullshit. That is kind of bullshit. That, that's like, something the I think they're going to Left her person. Like I think that's something they're going to fix. Where it lands, it lands. They're, I think they're, they're going. I think that's something that they're going to fix. Um. So yeah, that's that and is. Hanzo can be inter- interrupted because he just has to say so much goddamn shit. Hanzo is going to be arrow. Hanzo is going to be the arrow, bro. Hanzo does just a dance. Hanzo does a dance before he shoots the arrow so um yeah that that he 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 can be interrupted um i think he was also a pretty big target for genji's reflect too i think that that was kind of an issue Uh, so rare though dude i've seen it twice in the 700 hours of overwatch competitive i've played twice well i think normally because genji's aren't just aren't that close to him right you got to be within five meters of him to do that for that to work yeah you have to reflect the arrow before it turns into the the actual dragon and i think it's five meters maybe even shorter than that the change they made a while back where he can shoot at a wall and then it's one I mean, you're out, you're on the wall, and it turns into the dragon immediately. So, mm. like, good Hanzo shoot their ult into a wall now, just to make sure if a, if a Genji's on the other side that he doesn't get the reflect, I and f- Diva doesn't eat it. Right, uh, Junkrat, his like his ultimate. If you think about it, it takes a little bit of time to actually launch. So, you know, he, uh, if you interrupt but, him, it's going to be gone. Like the tire will disappear, even if he has the tire on the ground. But once the tire's moving, he's fine. If you sh- yeah, okay. I was just, yeah, that was, I was a little confused about that when I saw that. If you, if you, if, if you interrupt him while the tire is moving, you just wasted whatever interrupt you had. But yeah, if he, like when he puts the tire on the ground, if the tire hasn't left him yet, it will, the dire will disappear at that point. So Junkrat can be interrupted. May can be interrupted. But I think, like, it, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it hurt. it's the same thing as Tracer. Like, if she throws out the snow thing or what Snowball, if that's, I think his name is Snowball, right? Throws him out and the animation hasn't completed yet. 
it'll disappear. Diva, her her self-destruct cannot be interrupted, but you know what can be interrupted now? Her getting back in the mech. So before, right, if you if you uh interrupted Diva as she was calling the mech, she would be interrupted, but the mech would still fall. Her animation would be interrupted. So the mech she would be interrupted, the mech would fall, but after the if you didn't kill her while she was interrupted, she'd just hop in the mech. Now, if you now if you interrupt her while she's calling the mech, the mech doesn't fall down. Oh wow. So it gives you a better chance to kill her because you can get some if, if if you can't manage to kill her while she's stunned, maybe you shouldn't be killing her at all. But still, like, if you can't manage to kill her while she's stunned, um, you can still get a couple shots in her right before she gets to the mech. I think that's more important for Roadhog, right? Like she calls the mech and you hook her before she gets into the mech. You know, that's uh, that's, that's that'd be pretty dope. Um, yeah, huge. Reinhardt. Another one, if you can, if you can, uh, well, he was the same as before, right? Like if you stunned him, he would, it would stop him from doing the earth shatter, but now his alt's going to be gone. Roadhog, obviously saw some mixed results on Winston on Winston. I saw mixed results. I'm going to say yes, because one time (laughs) I saw it hit work and several times I did. So I think that's super, uh, you got that second while he's like going. Urgh. Yeah, I think that I, I think you actually have to do it before he changes color, which is a little weird because he lifts his arms up at the beginning of the animation and then changes color. But that happens in like less than a second, right? So that's pretty tough. Anna, her sleep dart, even if it is out of the gun, if you if you uh, interrupt her before animation's up, the dart disappears. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say sleep dart. I meant to say nano boost. Which is also pretty interesting because Nano Boost, if I remember correctly, that's not projectile. That is hit scan. So I don't know what's going on there. And we talked about Lucio. He he is uh you know, a loser here on this on this matchup. This is so with this big overall change, like it really makes McCree a lot more powerful. Like McCree turns into a a diva because McCree can eat almost anyone's ult because he could throw flashbangs so fast that yeah. he can actually stop Roadhog. He can stop Reinhardt. He can stop. I mean, he can stop so Junkrat, Hanzo, so many of them now. He's got to like be he, in the mix, though. That's that, that's yeah, his weakness. He's got to be in a death ball cop. But now him. Being in the mix and not being able to get away is almost a is almost a pro instead of a con. Maybe now, go ahead. I'm sorry. He could be a lot more powerful now. He could be. I mean, maybe now instead of people saying we need to get the diva out of mech, it's like we need to kill the McCree. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because the McCree is the one that can stop any ultimate that you do. Like he's the only one that can literally stop any of them. And I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to practice McCree. <laughs> Bob always wanting to be in the meta. That's gotta be how new. Don't know the flavor. The world. Uh, so yeah, that that's a big change. Another change coming back by, and I don't know how I feel about it yet. Diva boosters. So now the default operation of the diva boosters, when you have to hold down the key or the button to boost, once you let it go, her boosters will stop. 
Oh, that's the default. That's after good it comes? on the PTR. That right now, that's the default. You can change it to toggle. I you, like. I like. Oh, I like to hold it down a lot more. There's so many times I overshoot with Diva. That's true, and I think that's why I did that. I think it's a quality of life change, especially since you can do both if you really want to. If you want to go back to the old way, go back to the old way. But that is happening. Now, uh, there's some, some interface changes I did not get a chance to check out. Uh, like a, um, What's going to happen now is a team-colored high-water mark will now appear on, in the progress bar until the attacking team has overtaken the defending team's progress. So I guess it's going to have you, instead of just having the white, it's going to have like your actual team color as it's going around. Uh, additionally, when the objective, uh, when capturing an objective, the progress bar is now broken into three segments. Each segment will trigger an animation and audio cue. So that kind of tells everybody, you know, that you just got a section without having to look up at the bar like you you know and the what else we got here the number of defense uh or i guess enemies currently on the objective well defense enemies currently on the objective will be displayed with the attacker count just below the progress bar and they made some changes to spectating team colors are now visible in the capture point progress bar on assault escort and assault escort maps or hybrid maps so that means I guess it's easier to keep track of uh, easier to keep track of if a team's winning or not, how far they pushed. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe that, that seems to be a bit, um, I don't know. Out of all the changes they could have made to spectator, I guess that's what they focused on. Spectator mode at Overwatch needs a lot of work, and I think they need to bring somebody else in at this point because they just aren't cutting it. Or maybe they're going to have some amazing spectator system in Overwatch in, in the Overwatch League. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, but let's move on here. Uh, let's talk about the new D.Va for a second. All right, so D.Va... There were changes made to the to her uh, in the last patch, and people seem to be adapting to it pretty quickly. Uh, I'm going to link Omnic Meta in the show notes because they have a uh, great breakdown of what happened to D.Va. And uh, we're just going to kind of go over a little bit of it here or the main points. So first of all, uh, the biggest nerf that D.Va had was to her defense matrix, which is what mostly everybody is complaining about. And the result of that is something that we see in her damage blocked. Overall, across all tiers, pretty much, her damage has her damage blocked has dropped by 33%. Her damage block is almost as bad as Zarya's. You know, so Zarya usually doesn't get that compared to the other tanks, Zarya doesn't get that much you know, damage blocked because you know, like she she only has her personal shield and then the projected barrier. Diva is now very close to her. Before she was sitting, I think a little bit higher than Winston when it came to damage blocked at the Grandmaster tier, and you know that really that declined over as you went to the lower tiers. But she was still sitting around Winston's stats. Now she's sitting, I think, just above Diva. I'm sorry, just above Zarya, and that is it. Winston. Reinhardt and Orissa are definitely, if you need damage mitigation, you don't go to D.Va anymore. I think it's funny that Roadhog isn't even on this list. 
<laughs> old patch or new patch. Uh, so that's kind of funny. Um, but yeah. Do you think it's because she's she can't block as much? Or do you think it's because she's just having so much fun shooting her rockets? I think it's because she literally just can't she can't mitigate damage as much. I'm sorry, no matter what you do, it's very difficult to mitigate the amount of damage she was doing before. Well, it's just interesting because like if you look at the stats, like she only was dropped by twenty five percent, but she's blocking she's now blocking thirty three percent less when if you look at the straight numbers, she should be blocking twenty five per you know percent less because that was the effective change. like they halved it, but they doubled her her uh her her regeneration of it yes, so it, that was that the effect it should change be 25 if you combine those two but let's look at the reality of the situation if you're a diva and your defense matrix runs out you're not going to sit there while it recharges and start using it again when your defense matrix runs out you're out of there you're done like you're, you're out of there and you're probably going to get involved in another engagement so if you're in the if you're not in the group, if you're in front, yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. So like, they're just playing a little bit more aggressive now. I think that's why it's 33%, not 25%. Well, they have to run away a lot more and we're actually going to get into that. But, uh, yeah, no, the, yeah, she, her damage blocked has dropped by 33%. Uh, however, her, um, average deaths has only increased by 5% and being demacked by 8% more. So I think players are very aware that they are no longer the tank they used to be, and they can't just sit there. And like I said, they're very they're, they're trying to get out as soon as the defense matrix is up if they've spent it, if they're using it at all. I think a lot of players are kind of like, well, there's no point because I can't you know absorb things, and unless they're predicting shots, you know, it, it's really easy to absorb something from like let's say a Farrah or something like that because every rocket she shoots, you don't leave it up, you let it go back down for a second. But a Soldier seventy six can totally just outshoot your matrix at this point. Anybody can outshoot your matrix at this point. So people really are. I think they're aware that uh, they're not the tank they used to be. I know even me uh, when I was playing with Diva. Um, she like basically I'd, I'd use the matrix and if it was up I'd even at that point I'd have to back up behind the Reinhardt or hopefully somebody with a shield or if not I had to completely just get out of it just get out of there you know so that that that's kind of the, the truth behind it now let's talk about those micro missiles because damage output has increased greatly and that's a combination of the micro missiles and the fact that you can shoot while flying now which is something I'm still getting used to like, I remember I was chasing down a junk rat, and in the middle of me flying to him, I was like, oh, that's right, I can shoot now. And I hold down the triggers, and I, <laughs> and I started shooting him and killed him before I even got to him. Those stats are interesting because we're seeing a range of increased damage output, and it goes up from tier to tier. So Yeah, do you see a, you see a, a pattern here? Yeah, so in bronze... Aims better in the higher levels? Yeah, so in bronze level, you're looking at only about a 10% increase. But if you go to Grandmaster, it's a 28% increase. It goes bronze 10%, silver 14%, gold 16%, platinum 18%, diamond 23%, master 25%, and Grandmaster 28%. So, I mean, if you look at the, the chart from the Omnic Meta, Diva is out-damaging 
every tank across all levels except Roadhog at Grandmaster. And Master, sorry. But other than that, Diva is out. She's out damaging all tanks. She's also out damaging five out of eight offensive heroes. When I play Diva, I think I played Diva maybe three or four times since the patch. And every game, I've gotten gold damage and gold eliminations. That's not a mistake. You know, especially because I think that, you know, when they have Diva is a great hero against Shields now, too. Like, it's so sad for Roadhog. So sad. Why do you say that? Because he was the damage tank. That was why he was so useless in every other way. Because he could put out damage. Now Diva just puts out damage and defense matrix negates everything. Here's the deal. I think that rip Roadhog again. I think Roadhog now Roadhog definitely still has a place. And I think part of the problem with Roadhog is just like the problem with damage uh, output with Diva, right? Where the lower tiers don't really know how to use Roadhog all that well. But if you look at Grandmaster and Master tiers versus D.Va and Grandmaster and Master tiers, Roadhog is still higher because Roadhog can still output tons of, of, of damage. And that the change they made, I have to admit, I didn't think it was going to do that great. But the change they made to him, uh, his, you know, hitting the vape really makes a big difference i could stay alive for a really long time as we're hog and that is a problem that is a problem when you're somebody's trying to get a point from you that's a problem when you're that powerful of a character they don't want to be close to you because you're going to blow them away you know and you're still alive yeah that yeah that vape is amazing to stay alive yeah so uh another another um increase that they've noticed at the omnic meta is that there's been 15 to 20% more self-destruct kills, which is kind of funny, but if you think about it, one, D.Va players are definitely playing more aggressive now, right? Because they almost have no choice. But because they're playing more aggressive, they're getting more damage, they're getting more eliminations, they probably are getting their ultimates faster. So they're probably having more opportunities to use their ultimates, period. Yeah, that's a good point. That's probably what's happening there. You know, and that, you know, Diva, Diva, you know, Diva, I think one of the things that makes Diva even more dangerous, right, is the fact that I, I think I was kind of, I was starting to mention it before that she's great for breaking shields now. She was able to put constant pressure on shields before, but it was like peppering the shields. Now she could pepper the shields while she puts burst damage on the, the shields yeah. every eight seconds. You know, every eight seconds, you combine that with somebody else. Like, you know, before the bus shields, you kind of, you know, Roadhog could bus shields, Bastion can bus shields, Junkrat. But now you're adding Diva to the mix. Dude, you have a Diva and a Junkrat? Oh, my fucking God. Like, I was I, I was tearing down Arisa shields with Diva, and I'm just like, I'm as I'm tearing them down, I'm like, how am I going to deal with this? Like, on the other side, like, when I'm Arisa, how am I going to deal with this now? When I have a, when I have a Diva that knows how to pressure the shields. How I don't have an answer for you yet. I'll let you know what I do. <laughs> right now, thankfully, I haven't seen it, but like, you know, Rod- Junkrat is a hard enough person to deal with as Arissa, right? Because Junkrat, if they focus your shield, they can definitely get it down before your cooldown is up. But if they had a Junkrat and a, and a Tifa, just switch. <laughs> just switch from Arissa because her shields are not going to be sufficient. They're not. 
or just get a Reinhardt and Symmetra and everything else. And the more shields you get, the less Junkrat is actually use useful. It's a little something I learned from the Junkrat prepare to attack episode is that the more shields you have, the actual less Junkrat is worthwhile. Whereas I always thought Junkrat would be great the more shields they had. So I thought Symmetra, Orisa, Rhine, Junkrat. But not really. A flanking character would be actually better in that situation because they have so many shields, you're not going to be able to break them all down. Unless you're Bastion. <laughs> even, even Bastion. Bastion, he can... Uh, he's. I'm not saying he's the ultimate answer for that, but I've played Orisa... Symmetra, Reinhardt before, and our answer was Bastion. <laughs> so we, we were able to blow through their shields and get them down. Uh, because when you take down Arissa, if you, it also depends on the order that you get the shields down, right? Because you take down Reinhardt's shield, that's a five second cooldown before I can put it back up. You take down Arissa's shield, that's, you know, probably, let's say, probably five seconds if you get it down, if you start shooting it as soon as you put it down. And then uh, Symmetra's, but like basically you make those shields ineffective because if they put the, let's say they, they like, just this one time Symmetra gets her shield out and you end up breaking two or three shields and they have enough time to get their cooldowns back and they'll get at least two of those shields back and then now you can focus on breaking down the Reinhardt and the Orisa and then the Symmetra might have her shield again which now that it's by itself you're going to kill it in no time. So I think Bastion's still a good option for that. It still kind of kills me that even after Bastion's changes and I'm, I'm trying to I know we're talking about D.Va now and not Bastion, but even after his changes, people still tilt pretty hard when you switch to Bastion. Uh, you could be in a situation where they have double shields, where they have a Winston and a Reinhardt, or an Orisa and a, and a Reinhardt, or Orisa and you know Winston, and you switch to Bastion to blow the shields down, and it's just like, what are you doing? We can't do that. No, 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 no Bastion at all. And it's just like, I think it's because everybody just expects you to go to turret and then sit there and do nothing. People don't know what they don't know. That's true, and, and don't get me wrong. There's probably still a lot of people that do this. There's probably some people who will go sit in the middle of a walkway and turn into a bastion turret and then try to shoot and break the shields down. Where when you're in a situation like that, you kind of you got to be smart. You know, you got to stay in recon, which is very powerful, by the way. <laughs> you know, recon mode is no fucking joke. Okay, and when you have the opportunity, when you seize the opportunity that's when you break down the shields, or that's when you turn, turn into a turret. So. But yeah, Diva is, uh, she's doing all right. She has changed. This is going to change the meta. I think this is, uh, I don't know, that shield meta that people were worried about back when Arissa came out never really materialized, right? We see it sometimes, but you know how to deal with it. So that worked out. With this change, you can bind Diva with just certain characters, and, you know, Diva with even a... Uh, Zenyatta. Zenyatta in one, like, if you deplete his ammo on a shield, it will have taken the shield down by half already. Just Zenyatta. And if you have Zenyatta hitting a shield while Diva's hitting a shield at the same time, that shield's gonna break, man. And while for Reinhardt, it's it's gonna, maybe it'll be a, a, a light problem or a, a slight problem for him. For Arissa, it's gonna be a big problem, you know? So I wonder how this is going to play out. I still have faith in Arissa. I'm still going to play her a lot. I love Arissa. So we'll see how that goes. But Diva is, she has changed. The game has changed. The meta has changed. These changes, the PTR are going to change the game even a bit more. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Yeah. It's exciting, right? 
I think that's what they want. They want exciting, but at the same time, this is kind of the problem where the meta doesn't stabilize. Uh, the meta doesn't stabilize, and I think that's kind of that also hampers the game if things are constantly changing. People finally get used to this. This is how the game plays now. Whoop, now it's different again. You know, now now the game has completely changed. Oh, mercy can res every thirty seconds now. That changes the game. Uh, you know that that's that's kind of a problem. I did notice I if you're one steady, you're in the wrong game. Uh, I think. Well, here's the deal, right? And I think Blizzard's going to have to fold to this eventually. One, the Overwatch development is not going is going to slow down. First of all, that is something that's definitely going to happen. Two, Overwatch League. Well, not Overwatch League. Sorry, but I know Overwatch contenders. They've already confirmed that they're going to be playing on an old patch. So Blizzard already knows that you know once you're in season, you know you really can't just go around changing shit like that. On the, on the professional scene, I can only imagine. I don't think that's the way it's going to be, though. I, well, that's the way it is. Like that's in Overwatch contenders. They said they are playing on an old patch. They're yeah. Not- well, on well on con, on con, on contenders, it's announced that week. Like they they haven't played on the same patch the entire time of contenders. Unless I'm wrong, Totem, can you correct me if I'm wrong? But it's changed. It's just been on an older patch so that the pros get a chance to practice with the new patch right they'll get a chance to practice but they're not going to just throw but it's people. not the whole season as one patch right but still they're allowing for more time for people to get used to it. I, I, maybe i just didn't explain myself clearly um but that's the way they, they're not going to just put these sh- shift these changes like they are in the game live but like I said, anyway, like overwatch development will slow down and if you want to see this game played to its fullest potential the meta has to stabilize and the meta hasn't stabilized since the game came out it hasn't the meta has to stabilize i mean you can there's so many examples of games where the meta hasn't changed or where there hasn't been changes to maps and there hasn't been changes to um you know let's say uh, damage numbers to weapons or kits or things like that and the strategy for the games still change at a pretty steady rate they do and that's because the meta stabilized, and that's when pros come in. That's that's when pros come in, and then they like, well, let's just use Overwatch for example. Let's say the triple tank meta has has solidified in Overwatch, you know, and let's say and that's that's the current meta. Well, there's going to be some pro team that's going to come away to deal with that, and now that's going to change the meta, all while not having to change the game itself. So. We'll see what happens. I do have some comments about that Mercy Res, though, before we move on to weekly updates. And how Blizzard Blizzard made changes to May, saying, not May, sorry, uh, to uh, Mercy, saying, well, the five-man res wasn't fun, so this is about making the, play, the character more engaging and to make it more fun. And more fun to play against. Junkrat was changed because of fun. Diva was changed because of fun. Party time! Right? The diva change, I, for right now, I really don't have that big of a problem with it. However, the Junkrat change and the, the, the Mercy change both are leading to me not having as much fun in this game. Because it's annoying having Mercy res people all the time. Like, just... It's less annoying than it was, though, dude. I don't think so. It's different, but it's less annoying than the fucking four or five man res I, after you just blew three ults. 
You're like, we're good, guys. Oh, shit. Well, Let's no, forget about that, Mercy. That's, that's no, I, I strongly disagree because that was an aspect of the game where you're like, okay, it's been three minutes. The Mercy has her ultimate. So now it's up to your team to make sure that Mercy doesn't get a chance to pull off her res. That's that's what it was at that point. I would rather take that than this constant, oh, we just burned down the Reinhardt shield and killed Reinhardt. Oh, he is back up again. Let's take let's put out another two thousand damage. You know. There's, there's you know, there was let's put out another two thousand damage so that we can, you know, get this Reinhardt down again. Before you can kind of expect it. Like you're like, okay, well Mercy has her has her ultimate. So maybe let's not blow all six of our ultimates on getting this team down, you know? I mean, I, I, I'll i tell you, like, the, one of the greatest feelings is blowing down a team, having them res, and then burning them down again. That was just an amazing feeling. But now, it, just having her run around and just picking people off the ground is so annoying. And Junkrat being, having no fear whatsoever, flying around the map, being able to fight up close and front and far away it's just i would say it's definitely not a res that annoys the shit out of me right now it was it would definitely be her valkyrie like i i would petition uh the devs to change it to her valkyrie she can fly like farah because it is bullshit that she can go any place 3d wise on the entire map flying like fucking Superman. It's like, like Farah in the air. You can judge like she's still hard to hit, but you can judge that she's going to go up. She's going to go down or a little bit to the left or to the right. Mercy can go any fucking where she wants. That's true, but there's... She's almost impossible to hit. That's not true. If she's good. That's not true because most, a lot of the the uh, the weapons in Overwatch are, are hit scans. So if you have a Soldier 76, a McCree, yes, or yes. A, um, a, a, a the hit, Widowmaker, the, you can... The, yeah. the, hits, the hit scans still have a better chance. Yeah, but either way, when hit scans lining up Farah, you're you are still anticipating where she's going to be, like as far as tracking her. Yeah, you cannot track a Mercy if she knows what she's doing. Like, not only can you fly all which directions, but you can hit Q and E and go up and go down. So you can really change up how you move around. Like, I mean, the good mercies that I've played, I've just been, I've just been beside myself. Like, how could I even hit you with Hanzo? Like, I could hit Ferris with Hanzo, at least body you, shots. She doesn't need to I'm be not hitting when she's mercy. doing her ultimate. It, she doesn't need to be killed by everybody. Not everybody should have should be able to be killed by somebody else. Actually, that's one of the key components of Overwatch. They if built the you game can't like kill her during ult, then she can heal everyone. Well, she has her and ultimate it's extremely ability. hard. I mean, she has her ultimate ability. Like, yes, this is her ultimate ability. It's hard to kill. She is extreme, she's very powerful during it. That's the O that is the OP part though, not the res. The res is I never said the res was OP. I said the res was annoying. I don't even think her ultimate is OP. Besides her ultimate maybe is the fact nuts right now. The, the, besides the fact that maybe she can put out too much damage. But no, like I you know, I really don't have that big of a deal with her being hard to hit while she's using her ultimate. 
Maybe they reduce the amount of time on the ultimate. I could maybe agree to that because 20 seconds is quite a, a bit of time. But, I mean, I've hooked Mercies and pulled her into our group that we're ulting. And, ki- and we've killed her. I've killed her with Hitscan myself. Yeah, yeah. You've Okay, the hook is like the one hard counter because you just have to hit one shot. So, but if you're Soldier, like she's constantly regenerating health if you're mccree she's constantly regenerating health you have to hit a lot more than one shot yeah like just because because you just have to hit one shot that's one example but the rest of it it is fucking silly dude just because she's hard to kill while she's doing her ultimate doesn't make it op well yeah it makes it op because she can heal the entire team with like she can heal everyone with just her beam which her beam is already the most, like, the biggest healing thing in the game, and now she heals everybody with it. And she's way up in the air where no one can hit her, and it's just, it's rough right now. Like, basically, you have to hide when Mercy does ult if you, if you, if you want to survive. I disagree. I have not had terrible experiences dealing with Mercy ult, especially since m- most Mercies are, like you said, running around and trying to heal their teammates, but you can still focus down no, her teammates. They're not, they're not running. They're flying in the air like Superman. Yeah, okay, fine. Like, the bird is playing. They're still, you can still kill the teammates that they're healing, though. It's not like their teammates Dude, are invincible. you have not played enough that if you if you were arguing this with me, then you have not played enough. Dude, how about we just had different experiences when we played? Like maybe, like, like, it's not, yeah. Like I have, I've, I've played. Like I said, I've played the, um, on my PC account. Probably like you know, I played it a few days last week, and I played competitive uh, yesterday. And then on other than that, I've been playing console, but I've still been playing. I'm still dealing with mercies. You know, it's been rough for me. Maybe you're just maybe you're just better than me. Yeah, I it's just that I I haven't had. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that she's not difficult to deal with, but I'm just saying it's not overpowered. That's all I'm saying. See, just, how say, we'll see how I feel in a couple weeks. Yeah, like I just don't think that it's overpowered. I mean, I haven't come across a mercy who I I have not come across somebody who was trying to pull off battle mercy. I will tell you that much. So I haven't pulled. I haven't come across somebody who was using mercy specifically to you know move around and do damage most like almost oh no yeah no the ones that do damage silly yeah like i'm talking about the ones that you just can't can't kill like i've i've had a lot of good luck on our lower tier players we're doing practice like the mercy's on the ground when she's ulting you're like okay you're dead but like the 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 diamond games i've played I'm like, oh my god, Mercy! I hated you before, and now I really fucking hate you. I think maybe because like when Mercy uses her ultimate, I don't act like I. It is rare for me to focus her down. I've killed her a few times because I had the opportunity. But yeah, because if she's good, she's up in the air, and like you don't even know she's ulting, you know. But like what we tend to do, at least with the teams I've been playing with. When she has her ultimate, we focus on the people she's either healing or boosting, you know. And then, I mean, there's still nothing that she can. Well, don't get me wrong; not, not that there's nothing that she can do about it. But if you focus on that, you can still kill those people. So, yeah, that's that's basically what I've gone to. I've gone to like I'm not even going to try to kill Mercy. I'm going to call a target on the ground that she's healing or damage boosting, 
We're going to try and take them out. We're not even going to fuck with Mercy till she's on the ground. Yeah. Like, that's basically the strategy I've I've moved to. Yeah, so that's the thing. I, like, I don't know if it's good yet, but that's the strategy I'm on right now. That's what she should be doing. And like, in a situation like that where the character changes, you know, you can't approach the character the same way anymore. So you have to adapt to what to the new circumstance, which the new circumstance would be that, okay, Mercy's ulting. You're going to wait. If you try to spend your time killing the new Mercy, uh, you're going to waste time and you're going to get killed by her teammates because she's going to be healing them and boosting them. You're better off focusing. Um, like a target you can hit. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, I think, it, it, depending on you play with and obviously what tiers you play at you will yeah. have different experiences but overall i think that's your best bet it's not even the focus on our yeah bold deox bold deox side and chat says uh save your your hero tech visor for it and then she's done which is a good call yeah that's, that's how i killed her one of the times it's like she I hear him make that goddamn noise. I'm like, no, you don't. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. One time, um, we my team was just so in tuned. Like basically, the mercy popped her ult, and I was Roadhog, and I threw my chain past a Zarya and a Diva. Like I threaded the needle <laughs> and got the mercy and pulled her back to our group, which was behind an Arissa shield. And dude, I, swear, I shit you not, every single person on my team turned around and just shot the shit out of her, and, and that was the end of it. So yeah, yeah, like it, it, it was pretty awesome. But uh, all right, that was a topic where I didn't expect to take that long. But here, are me and my opinions, <laughs> you know. So uh, let's go ahead and get into the weekly updates. Weekly updates. Okay, so we got a couple of weekly updates going on. Uh, first of all, there is a Zarya update on the way. Not Zarya update, sorry, a Zarya comic on the way. One that Bob didn't seem to be too, too, uh, too impressed with, or at least looking forward to. Why you hate Zarya, Bob? Because I'm not good with her. That's a good reason to hate Zarya. To be honest with you, I, I accept that. I accept that you're not. Like, I've gotten good with a lot of characters in Overwatch, and I just can't seem to get a grasp on her. Really? Even after talking with um, Woostis? I've gotten better after talking with Woostis, but not good. So, <laughs> I mean, not good. I know. Like, well, I, I played, I definitely started to focus on staying alive more with Zarya after talking with Woostis, which may sound silly, but. One of the reasons I like Zarya is biggest if, tip in Overwatch. Yeah, one of the reasons I liked Zarya in the first place was because I could take somebody's power that they were putting against me, and uh, you know, and they can and use it against them at that point. I, I really like that about her. But um, basically, what I started doing is that when I'm low when I'm I'm powered down, right? What I used to do as a tank, I'm like, well, I'm a tank, so I'm gonna get in front of the group. No. I don't do that. When I'm powered down or I'm low, I actually sit kind of behind the group and I will bubble those who need it. And once I'm powered up, as I'm powered up, I will start to move closer to the front. I won't get all the way in the front, but I'll try to get closer to the front. And that has been working out really well. Like my power levels have risen. I've gotten more kills, so it works out. So, um, Yeah, ever since that Woostis episode with 
PTA, man, you've like gone over the top with Zarya. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. But back to this comic. So there's the Zarya comic coming. And the thing that's interesting about this comic is it, it starts immediately after the Sombra cinematic. Like we we all saw Zarya in the, in the Sombra cinematic uh, going to Volskaya Industries after Sombra had attacked it. This starts immediately after that, where um, the I forget her name, the actual uh, uh, here Katia Volskaya. She hires Zarya to track down Sombra and kill her. That's what Zarya is supposed to do. However, the twist in the comic is that Zarya has to work with an Omnic hacker to to uh, get the job done. And that's the twist that's going to be in the comic. And obviously that's a big deal for Zarya because, you know, she does not like Omnics in the game. She tries, she lets you know that at every point possible. She lets you know that she does not like Omnics. So I'm really excited because I'm a, I'm a huge Zarya fan from the beginning. I was, I was a very big Zarya fan and, um, I, I really can't wait for it. So we'll see. I think I heard it was coming out on Wednesday. So the show comes out on Wednesday morning. You'll probably hear it Wednesday night. Oh, uh, you'll, uh, you'll probably, uh, actually, no, it's, that's, that's really quick for a, for a new comic, right? Yeah. So it's actually, we, we uh, just had junk rat and Roadhog. <laughs> They probably had that in their pocket because they were releasing uh, Junker Town. So that Roadhog, that Roadhog Junkrat, oh Junkrat one was really just kind of to also bolster Junker Town. Whereas this one is actually, I think, pushing the story forward. I think we kind of talked about that before, didn't we? I, I didn't like the comics that really didn't push the story forward at all. This one yeah, hopefully pushed the story forward more. I would, I mean, I, I don't know why the Overwatch team has such a problem with pushing story out. They, they seem to be afraid of cementing a they're lore. waiting on that saturday morning cartoon i keep telling you they well saturday morning cartoons are dead bob <laughs> just sorry to let you know that but they are dead um you can still call them saturday morning cartoons yeah they um i think they they really they're 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 afraid to cement the overwatch lore. because remember they were supposed to have that book that first straight graphic novel which i was really excited for and they canceled it so uh, I see that Frisk is in the chat. He says he's still waiting for that Lucio cinematic. That would be pretty yep. awesome. I was just about to say something. Let's break it down. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. So get ready for that. Zarya comic is on the way. There is a bug. Actually, it's not a bug. It's uh, People keep calling it a bug, but it's not. It's basically the way that the game is built to work, and you can exploit it with mercy. So what happens is when you... If you're in your spawn and you switch off your character and switch back, You, your, all of your cooldowns are reset. Reset. As Mercy, right? As Mercy, you if you do that, obviously your cooldown for your res is now reset. So what some people have been doing on maps that have, uh, uh, where the spawn rooms are really close to the point, like Hanamara's second point, they have been staying in spawn if they can and resing their teammates while resetting their cooldown. Now, uh, Blizzard has said they will ban you for this act activity because it is a blatant exploit of the game. It was something that wasn't a problem 
until they put in a 30-second cooldown. Nobody else would get any use out of it by running in and running back out after changing characters. Like, they would just... Like, you would gain maybe a second, maybe two on any cooldown if you were extremely fast. But Mercy is basically going to get twice as many reses as she would prior. So it's something they didn't foresee, so therefore they see it as an exploit, not a bug, because the game is set up like that. But it's an exploit of the rules that is obviously not supposed to be the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah. So... They will ban you. They are going to fix it. Yes. So I would not recommend doing it and anybody. Yeah, seriously. Like, basically, on Hanamura right now, if you have a decent healer out on the actual point with the team and Mercy just keeps rezzing people, like, I can totally see it being a problem. But like you said, Blizzard will ban you if they if you get caught doing it. So, Yeah, it's something that was never a problem. They didn't have to address in the past because there was no cooldown that was that long that was that powerful. Yep. Yep, so but now she has the most powerful cooldown in the game. Absolutely. Um, we did get some movement on uh the anti-toxicity front from Blizzard, uh, which is good news. They are I said, you know, I, I want to see actions, not just words, and they are screw definitely screw you, Jaw. Screw me. Screw you. Okay. Fuck this, man. I'm I'm done. Game over. Okay, Bob. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be toxic. Yeah. <laughs> Bob can't even be toxic when he tries. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, like uh, they are definitely making some moves on the anti-toxicity front. Soon, there will be permanent competitive bans. Actually, as of September 27th, if you rack up three or more season bans, you will be permanently banned from competitive Overwatch. So... Don't be a douchebag. Exactly. These the bans do not need to be consecutive to qualify for a permanent competitive ban. So if you were if you were banned in season two and season four, and then you get banned in season eight, you are done. You're done, and I have no remorse for you. Zero remorse for you because it's ridiculous. I'm spend forty more dollars to be more toxic, and they can. They could do that. There's an <laughs> argument to be made that well, all it's going to do is cause people to buy more accounts and. That is true, but you're going to get tired of spending $40 every time you get banned. You know, if your account's, and it's not just perma ban, perma competitive bans, right? If your account is constantly locked off for eight hours, 10 hours, 24 hours, days, that you're going to get tired of it eventually. You And uh, you being toxic, you probably don't like the game. You're just trying to be a dick. Yeah. We thank you for your patronage to the game. Yeah. <laughs> spending money on Overwatch. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a fight that you won't win, you know, over time. But, yeah, so that that's really good that they're just going to do that. And found out earlier today that Steve O, the guy who did the bronze to Grandmaster Challenge, and again, on a Smurf account that he bought, another guy who spent $40, uh, you know, to buy another account. This time, what he did was that he, instead of dropping rank or throwing matches to get into bronze, he played with a group of his you know, friends, which put him into silver. As soon as he got into silver, and he, as, he, um, as soon as he got into silver, and allegedly he lost all of his placement matches on purpose. Right, but still, as soon as he got into silver, yeah, but not a not he did it on stream. He, oh, so he lost his okay, so he did it on stream. Okay, uh, he immediately started the silver to GM challenge on his stream, 
and Blizzard banned him for actually they didn't give him a perma ban. They banned him for thirty one days. Dude, I I I actually gave Steve O the benefit of the doubt because I liked him. I gave him the benefit of the doubt because every streamer's done it so far and Blizzard hadn't ba- like basically Blizzard hadn't banned anybody and said it was bad. But when they did do that and he did it again so soon, I unfollowed. Yeah. I'm done with I'm done with Stevo. Like seriously, dude. Yeah, so actually it's funny because right after I guess he got banned, he says 24 hour. Oh no, sorry. He um that he, he so he puts the, the the he puts the tweet out that he's doing the stream, and then he gets banned, and then he says ban me for playing with my friends question mark to play Overwatch, and the play Overwatch Twitter account is manipulating your S- your SR slash MMR whether intentionally losing or otherwise is against the ULA and the spirit of OW and sportsmanship in general. Then a a actual a GM or I don't know if they call them GMs for Overwatch or whatever, but um, a, a Blizzard admin reached out to him on Discord, and he said, uh, "You know, I'd love to have this conversation about this, but given that the ban applies to you, we'd appreciate it. Appreciate keeping the discussion offline." So obviously, he did not keep it offline. Uh, yeah, he's trying to get. He's trying to do it all for viewers, yeah. and that sucks, man. He said, like that. That really sucks. You are entertaining, bro, and I would have kept watching you if you just kept being entertaining. Like, you don't see Moon Moon doing this shit. Like, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just saying, man. Like that was silly. So the the uh, admin says the difference here. I guess he he asked him why am I being banned. When I was just playing with friends, this is the difference here is that you intentionally grouped with low-ranked friends on a fresh account after having a prior history of infractions. If you wanted to continue playing with those friends after you had placed, that would have likely been fine. The issue in question is that you immediately started a bronze to GM stream on this new account right after placement and solo queued exclusively after that. So they log all this stuff, you know. <laughs> Yeah, they're 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 watching. Yeah, uh, we view this as an intentional manipulation of your MMR. Had you continued to play with those same friends, that would have been more acceptable. We feel that this behavior yep. goes against the core tenets of Overwatch in regards to sportsmanship, as well as providing a far, of, I guess I meant to say, fair gameplay experience for everyone involved. In the future, we'd be more than happy to answer your questions you might have in regards to what is appropriate and what isn't. Our intention isn't to keep you from streaming or playing, but it is to make sure that you are doing so in a way that it reflects the rules and spirit of the game. You can reach me on here on Discord or anytime via email, and I would be more than happy to provide clarification going forward. Yeah, that's exactly what JP Likes Games, a.k.a. Frisk, from the Lucio episode of Prepare to Attack, said in our chat. He was like, you should have kept playing with the six deck, bro. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, they this, this that's a lot of movement on the anti-toxicity front. Blizzard appears to be putting their, uh, a good foot forward. We'll see if that continues. Oh, you know, it's a hot, you know, it's a hot topic for me. We've talked about it a lot. <laughs> uh, so if they continue to do that, man, that's that's all I can really ask for. Last weekly update, though, there is a bug that is really scary right now, but I think it was going to be fixed soon. So there's a bug right now. Wait, is spider? Huh? 
You said the bug that was really scary. Your jokes are fucking terrible, Bob. You just interrupted the show. No, it's not a joke. A spider's scary. Come on. The spider's not scary. Bob, stop interrupting the show with terrible jokes. (sighs) Spiders are scary, dude. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay, Bob. I forgive you. It's it's not me that has to forgive you. It's the Watchpoint Radio community that has to forgive you, Bob. (laughs) Uh, So basically... what it looks like is happening is if when you're you got a competitive match going right like they find people for you to play the match with if someone leaves right as the competitive match is loading the match goes into a waiting for player state which i don't think is supposed to happen in competitive period and i think that's part of the problem the match then tries to start fails and returns to waiting for players with the same players and repeats and basically what's been happening to those players, like, like I said, I don't think it's supposed to go to a waiting for players, period. Maybe the system doesn't know what, know what to do, but it's registering every time they leave the game as a loss or as a lever, as being as, as leaving. And people are leaving, hun- losing hundreds of SR because they're caught in this loop. And the person who brought this to Blizzard's attention, they they took a bunch of data from uh, I think it was Overbuff of people who had this problem and watching their SR drop by hundreds at one time. So uh, you know I wonder if it, I, I I didn't read the entire thread, but I just wondered if it got the same response that I got when I posted about a bug that I you know that I think I found with the the lever thing or not uh, the lever warning not showing, but whatever. Oh, with the. Dev groupies, yeah, with the dev groupies told who told you that you must have done something wrong because you're an idiot. Exactly, yeah. So this thread went pretty, went pretty long, but Jeff Kaplan did hop into it, and he says that they've, they've identified the bug, and in extreme rare cases, can cause players to lose their skill ranking progress and receive seasonal bans. That's another thing. People were getting seasonal bans because of this, because it, because it kept saying that they were leaving. So I receive a seasonal ban from competitive play without any prior penalties for leaving early or being kicked for that activity. The bug is a high priority for our team and we're working on a fix to prevent further instances of it occurring as we speak. Okay, so they haven't fixed it yet. In the meantime, we will be removing the seasonal ban for all players affected by this bug as well as restoring their skill rating. To date, this bug has impacted fewer than 200 accounts but will continue to monitor for additional uh, additional occurrences and provide assistance until we can implement a permanent fix. We don't have an ETA to share right now and for when the fix will go live, but they but we'll update this thread as soon as more information becomes available. We sincerely apologize for any inconvenience or frustration this bug has caused and are grateful for your patience and ongoing reports. Be careful out there. <laughs> yeah, they are restoring. I don't like that they said they turned off the... Like- I want people to get banned. I want the dickheads to get banned, and it's is like slowing the progress. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's obviously a, a problem. Um, but I mean, I would imagine they have a separate team working on, uh, you know, fixing this bug than they do having handing out, you know, bans for. You know, it's the interns. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you do a good job, I don't. You care. worked at IT. You know who gets that job. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they are restoring SR for the first time. Frisk just brought that out in chat. Now we know that they have the ability to do so. That might open up a, a can of worms. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Frisk, you are a welcome addition to the chat here, bro. Yep, absolutely. All right, so yeah, that's good. That's gonna do our, do us for uh, weekly updates. We don't have any community questions this week. Like I said, the only community questions we had 
were from the prepare to attack and we answered the one from uh steve and the other was actually from uh somebody else just asking about the theme song which by the way that is sounds like overwatch from have fun good luck or no 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 it's <laughs> What was it? It's have luck, have good luck, fun. Good I keep fun. messing up the name. I'm messing the name yeah, on the dude, show. Yeah, dude, we're so. gonna have to write that shit in. Yeah, so, so we do it right. Yeah, check that out when you get a chance. But let's go ahead and close up, Bob. Why don't you? Uh, I know you want to talk about Overwatch League Network. Yeah. So my good, good friends, totally drunk from Heroes Never Die, Slambo from the Cavalry, and Spider from his YouTube page, Spider Overwatch are starting a new podcast and it's all about e esports and everything you want to know about the Overwatch League and you should check it out. Search iTunes Overwatch League Network. You can also find it on I thought uh I don't know if Totem has a has a site. Overwatch League Net Network is where it's at. Sorry guys I've I had a work party, so I'm a little off my game. So, yeah, Overwatch League Network. Love you guys. I wish that could have been better. Now they have to forgive you too, Bob. You just... Yeah. <laughs> I said it like five times at least, so that's that's good, right? Yeah, yeah. So, actually, I think... Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't. Re- I think Totem just linked it, but the link it got, deleted it. Yeah, I have to work on that. Okay, I'm at the. I'll remember that for next stream. That's my fault. Overwatch League Network. Overwatch League Network. Overwatch League Network. Now was not they, the time to uh, practice yeah. that. <laughs> no, I I was just trying to reiterate. I think they I think they have it, but it's it's a really good show. They have one episode out, and it's really good. And I think you guys will really enjoy it. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, Bob. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So uh, just want to have a couple of reminders out. We live stream every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'd love to have you uh, in the live chat uh, for when we stream. Uh, we've had uh, we, we tend to have some good conversations there. So please join us at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. We'd love to hear your Overwatch stories. So if you have any funny stories, angry stories, please feel free to send those over to us. We'd love to talk about them on the show. We do have a PS4 community and Xbox One club. They're both called watch point radio overwatch and uh you know you could just join those and when we play console when i play console because obviously bob's not coming back to console we we can hook up and play no so uh no ja ja can ja can aim with a controller so well yeah i don't think the listeners want me to play with him like uh you be so. I I had one person contact me right after I was done, like after I quit, was like, "Mel, I'll watch him. I'll watch a movie with you." And I was like, "Dude, you did not want." It was Mellow Yeti. I was like, "Dude, you do not want to play with me. You would just you would be upset." No, you'd be surprised how often the streamers, um, not streamers, how often the uh, the audience wants to help you, even if you're not that great. So, Dude. 
Yeah. I mean, dude, it would have made you ill to watch me try to aim. No, I probably would have had a good Totem time. Totem says that he wants to play with you on PS4. Yeah, I haven't so had a chance. to make that happen. Yeah, I will make that happen. I haven't had a chance to add you, but I actually, after we get done here, I'm going to add you on PS4, and we will definitely get some games in. Obviously not tonight, but we will definitely get some games in. Uh, you can also uh, come to our Discord. Like I said, discord.me slash mash those buttons. We'd love to have you there to join the conversation. Uh, we've been having a pretty good time there. So, like I said, discord.me slash smash those buttons. And I always like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch. It is a Facebook community that has uh, Overwatch players from all platforms. So, whether you're looking for people to play with, you're just looking for some Overwatch memes, or, you know, just looking for some good people to talk to, definitely check out Heroes of Overwatch on Facebook. So, as always, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. You can find us on many podcast platforms. We are on iTunes, Apple Podcasts for iOS, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, Podbean, and we have an RSS feed for those who have your own podcatcher. Links are available right on the Mashless Buttons website if you go there. Uh, our social media, our Twitter, you can follow us at Watchpoint Radio. So it's twitter.com slash Watchpoint Radio. We're at twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash smash those buttons, and youtube.com slash smash those buttons. Bob, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at blazed underscore Bob. That's B L A Z Z I N underscore B O B. You can find me on Twitch at blazing Bob. All right. And you can find me at underscore jaw underscore. So it's underscore J A A underscore. Uh, we love to hear from you guys. Like I said, with the overwatch stories, but you know, if you have any questions or comments for the show, feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at WPR at matchlessbuttons.com. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter, on the Facebook page, on SoundCloud. We try to look at all those different places to uh, look for your comments. So, um, you know, just read us, reach out to us and let's talk a little bit. Uh, if you enjoy the show, there's a few and you want to help us out. There's a few ways that you could do that. One is just by sharing the show with others. That's a huge help to help spread the show to others that you think may enjoy the show. Uh, additionally, you can leave us a rating and review on your platform of choice. Those are also a very tremendous uh, tremendous help to us. So we thank everybody who takes the time to go to iTunes and Google Play Music and to leave ratings and reviews to, for us. So you know, that, that's a part of spreading the word, right? That helps out when people read that and see that our show does not suck. So thank you very much for that. Additionally, if you want to buy some Watchpoint Radio merch, you could just go right to the Matchless Button store. There's a link on the Matchless Buttons website. And uh, if you want to, you can go to, I think it's teespring.com slash stores slash match those buttons. And you can get a Watchpoint Radio uh, shirt, hoodie. You get a Watchpoint Radio mug, which Bob may or may not have right now in his hand. It's in the dishwasher. It's in the dishwasher. Okay. Bob, not with the product placement this week. That's okay, though. Oh, no. I have the I have the the product placement. It's just Wawa's. Well, yeah. We're not talking about Wawa's boot camp right now. <laughs> Wawa's Bootcamp also has merch on their website, so you can check that out if you're a fan yes, of Wawa's. Wawa'sbootcamp.com. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, we, we do have Watchpoint Radio merch. If you, uh, you know, you wanna, you wanna have some Watchpoint Radio on your body. Uh, yeah. So, if you, I encourage everybody to check out the other shows on the Nationals Buttons Network. Uh, you go to mashlessbuttons.com slash shows to see those. We have two World of Warcraft podcasts. One is news, one is lore. That's um, WoW Talk and Torn and Goblin, respectively. We have In Orbit, which is our Destiny 
podcast, which you know is Destiny Two now. We have Double Tap, which is for fighting games and the fighting game community. There's a new episode coming out today. When you hear this, there will be a new episode of Double Tap out as well. We highly suggest you check that out. Their shows are always awesome, and we also have a show for the Division. If you still play the Division, called Sit Rip Radio. It's highly suggest check it out. Those guys are awesome. Uh, but with that, and we have Prepare to Attack. Yes, <laughs> an Overwatch podcast focused on helping you understand overwatch and its characters yes i thought we mentioned that enough but you know bob you can never mention enough highly suggest you check out prejudice that just keep beating that dead horse (laughs) yeah we put a lot of work into it so we'd appreciate it if you guys checked it out it's pretty awesome uh but yeah thanks a lot once again for everybody who supported the show thus far and you know also if you're having some friends that are having some trouble getting out of bronze and silver maybe getting out of gold just go ahead and send them that link to prepare to attack so well yeah with that uh i'm gonna let you guys go you guys have a good night thank you for listening and we'll see you next week